podcast recording so that I don't forget. Um, is Tracy, Trace, if you're with us, let me know. I didn't see you yet. Um, habits. How many of you think that you have habits that are not serving the highest good of your life? Anybody? Any takers? Do you have habits that you know are probably, you know, you have a vision for your life? And good morning, Missy. Um, Good luck today. Uh, Do you have habits? Do you have a vision for your life? And then you have some habits that you know that are not in line with that vision, right? So let's say maybe... Mm, maybe you want to lose 10 pounds and then you have a habit of coming home after work, grabbing potato chips and sitting in front of the TV and watching a Lifetime, you know, movie or two or three or whatever, binge watching, right? That would be an example of a habit that doesn't line up with your vision, If you were my coaching client, the first thing I would ask you is what is your vision for your life and what are your values? And then we would be building out your growth plan and everything else from there. Um, So, by the way, I am taking some uh, coaching clients again. Um, So if you're interested in coaching with me, you can email me um, and... And then we can talk about that. I'm not going to take a bunch, but I I am going to open it up for a few people who have been asking. I'm also going to do a small coaching group for the offer it to the people that have been in the prosperity uh, master classes. So here's the thing about habits and improvements. Earth shattering improvements don't last, right? So when you try to do like a huge, when you have a huge goal and a huge thing, and you've decided, I'm going to make this huge change and shift, we all know that doesn't last, right? It doesn't hold up. It'll hold up for a few days, and then it just doesn't, it doesn't hold up after that, which is why when people set New Year's resolutions to basically make new habits, they don't, the track record on those lasting is not high. And this is because earth, quick earth-shattering improvements that you try to make, shake up your whole world, boom, doesn't work. It doesn't hold water because you're not teaching yourself. Some, it's like the same reason that fad diets don't work, right? Because maybe you'll lose all that weight really quickly. Then you haven't taught yourself a new way of behaving. You haven't taught yourself a new way of being. You haven't taught yourself a new, any new habits in essence. So you end up gaining the weight back. This is the same thing with habits. When you try to make a huge catastrophic change, let's say you have five daily habits that you think are not conducive to you, uh, to the vision that you have for your life, okay? And you decide that you're going to be a rock star and you're going to attempt to change all five habits at once. Everything, all at once. Maybe... You get a burst of inspiration and that lasts for, maybe it lasts a week if you're lucky. And then slowly but surely you'll see that you start, you know, going back to the old way over there, going back to the old way over there, going back to the old way over there before you know it. You have no change and then you feel like shit because you feel like you couldn't even do it. You couldn't even change. And then you just give up because you're like, well, forget it. I couldn't change. Nothing worked. 
Never mind. Forget it. Good morning, Red Betty. How are you? So your success is the product of your daily habits. That's the good and bad news, right? What you do every day consistently, your actions, which are your habits, are who you are. That's, that's what your life is. That's what your life becomes. That's what your, what your life is made out of. So small and consistent habits practice over time. Consistency is the key word here. Those things add up to big changes. And you think when you're doing it, it's not that big of a deal. Right? You feel like I'm not really I'm not really changing that much. It's just this one thing. Well, when you do that one thing, it's like the butterfly effect, right? When you do that one thing consistently over time, over and over and over again. The thing about changing your life, the thing about going from where you are to where you want to be, the thing about new behaviors, thought patterns, all of this, it's consistency is the key. That is the biggest thing where people lose it. Consistency. They have great aspirations, great ideas, make great strides to change. No consistency. Good morning, Priscilla. Good morning, Lynn Marie. They have no consistency. And then everything falls apart. When there's no consistency, everything falls apart. All right? Priscilla says she's getting better at journaling. I love that. I do that every morning. Mine, if you guys have been watching me for a long time, I've been doing the show since, what, 2016, the two things, get being consistent with the gym and being consistent with the to-do list and being consistent at cleaning my desk. Still the three things <laughs> that I'm working on. I feel like I might be working on those for the rest of my bloody life. Um, good morning, Dolly. So for some people that have just joined us, two quick commercials as we continue our uh, talk about habits here. So first thing... We are, just to recap for people that are just now joining, um, we are working with James Clear's book, Atomic Habits, and the ideas in there. We're not going to do a chapter-by-chapter chapter thing. I'm just going to pull out ideas and points and cover them as we do coffee chats in the morning. For the next, I'd probably take us about a month or so of coffee chats to get through the points that I would like to cover in, in that book, or maybe more. Um, so if you haven't read it, it's a great book. It's called, it's called Atomic Habits, Tiny Changes, Remarkable Results, and it's by James Clear, and it is on Amazon, of course. Isn't everything, practically. Um, also, I'm doing the last masterclass today. Um, anyone who's done a Prosperity Masterclass over the last, this will be the fourth one, so anyone that has done one is going to be able to get invited to the small coaching group that I'm going to offer um, at a very reasonable price for a very small group of people. So if you haven't done a masterclass and you and you want to do one today, we have two seats left only in the class that we're doing this afternoon at two. Um, and you can click the event the events section on the Working Warrior Mom Facebook page, and you can it will take you to the Eventbrite link, and you can register yourself. Only two seats left for that. Uh, the third thing, the third little commercial thing is that we are going to do an event called Choose Happy in Boston in May, on May 20th, on a Saturday. It'll be a free event, but you'll have to register. I will be creating the registration link for that later today or tomorrow and circulating it to everyone. And we'll talk about it, you know, as we get closer. But only, um, we will only take 35 people into that event 
We will be serving coffee and dessert. Um, Jay Cummings, who invented I Motivate, which is choosing your mood for the day, which is a great book that he wrote and a great little protocol that he has. Um, Beth, I'm so happy. I saw that you registered. I'm so happy that you're going to be with us this afternoon. I was so excited when I saw that. So choose happy. It's the name of a new body of work. Um, I have changed my brand. The Revealing Leaders brand has moved into Apply Happiness. So if you folks, um, that's my company's brand. So Apply Happiness is now us on Facebook, Instagram, and um, Twitter. Uh, Lynn Marie, I will let you know when the Boston event gets posted. Um, it won't be, to, it might be later today. And um, it could be tomorrow, depending. So again, doing a free event in Boston, I'm going to start to teach happiness as a tool. That's kind of going to be my new talk track out there. Um, we will be offering these events twice in, two, in 2023 in Boston, once on May 20th and once on September 16th. They'll be a little bit different so that you can catch both if you want to. Basically, what I'm doing is showing how you can use happiness as a tool to improve the quality of your life and to create a future unlike the past for yourself, for your business, um, for whatever's going on in your life. Happiness is very much um, provable. Its benefits are provable through the principles of positive psychology with scientific evidence backing that. So all the things that I've been talking about all these years on Coffee Chat, I'm now stepping into really using um using happiness as the forefront of my conversations with people. So the event will be called Choose Happy, and we are going to be applying the principles of positive psychology to show you how to use happiness as a tool, which will very much improve your life and expand your thinking. So I'm really looking forward to presenting that whole body of work to you, something um, new and different. So again, if you followed Revealing Leaders on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, we changed the name to Apply Happiness. The Facebook page is Applying Happiness. That is still me, my brand, something new that we're doing. All right, back to habits. So your quick earth-shattering improvements won't last. They don't last. It's your small and consistent tweaks and changes that are going to give you the result that you want over time. And remember, you've got to be com committed to the consistency, right, of what you're doing. You've got to be consistent. So instead of trying to change five habits at once, pick one, pick something. And what I'm going to challenge you to do is over the course of this next month or eight weeks or two months that we're going to work with this book, Atomic Habits, I'd like you to start picking. Let's pick one habit that you're either going to begin a new habit or you're going to change an old habit that you have. And how I would recommend that you choose new habits that support you is, again, I would ask you, what is the vision for your life? I've asked you this before. Get a notebook. Write it down. What is your vision for your life? What are the values that back up to that vision? And then everything else that you're doing is measured by that. Does it does it, is it in line with my vision? Does it represent my values? And if the answer is no, get rid of it. It's not going to get you where you want to go. Big breakthrough moments are the result of small changes over time. Consistent small changes over time. 
Focus on your systems. Every habit has a system that works with it, right? That's how you really dig in to change. So if you want to be working out every day when you get home, you wouldn't come into the house, grab the potato chips, and sit on the sofa. That's not really a system that's going to support the new habit that you want to have. Instead, you might, before you went to work, leave your workout clothes by the door. So when you came in, you see them and you go and you change and then you get yourself, you know, a protein bar or whatever, something to eat, a drink of water and you start your workout routine or you turn around and go out to the gym or whatever. So you've got to figure out what are, what are the new habits that you want to enroll yourself in and then how can you create the systems behind those habits so that it's all supportive into a new way of being. Um, so, everything has a trigger, right? Um, if you, when you sit down to watch TV, if you always have a snack and it's always, you know, something that's not good for you, then maybe you want to eliminate all the snacks in your house that aren't really healthy. So now when you go to reach for something, it supports, you know, your new health plan, weight loss plan, whatever the case may be. So think about how, um, think about the new habits that you want to create or the habits that you want to change, and then the systems that are surrounding that, all of the different things, right? So maybe if you come in through the front door, um, you know, that is a particular, like that lines up with a particular system of how things were. So maybe if you want to change your habit, you come in through the back door because that's where your gym sneakers are and that's where, you know, it's closer to the, um, to where you need to change for your workout clothes or whatever the case may be. So your systems are your processes that lead you to the desired result. So focus on your systems. Focus on the systems that support the behavior that you want to have, the new behavior that you want to be doing. Here's the other thing about achieving goals and the difference between that and a growth plan. And we talked about this when we covered John Maxwell's book over the last few months. Goal achieving is, is basically it represents a moment in time or several moments in time or a piece of time because you have the goals and then you achieve the goal and then that kind of represents like a finished thing. Whereas you have a growth plan, this becomes the system of who you are and the growth plan has certain habits that go with it, right? Because if you if you see yourself as, and then the goals become, you know, points to hit along the growth plan. So they become items on the growth plan. So it's not like we don't set deliverables for ourselves, but instead of looking at it like I have five goals that I want to do this year and then and then I'm done. You might look at it like, what is my growth plan for this year? What are my objectives in the first quarter, in the second quarter? By the end of the year, what do I want to have achieved? And then what do I need to do to get there? What habits and behaviors, what thoughts, what words, what affirmations? Like, how do I back that up? 
How do you make a really solid plan for your own self-improvement versus just writing a list of goals and then, you know, trying to hit them all at once and then not really giving much thought to what's behind that? What's, what's in the way of that? What is the behavior that's not working? If you want to lose 10 pounds in the next six months, what behaviors do you have to start operating out of and what habits do you need to either release or foster that will support what you want to see happen? It's, it's not just, you know, as simple as like making a quick list of goals, right? That's why people fail at personal growth or, or lasting change. This should be approached with the same precision as if you were putting an addition on your house. You would think about what you wanted. You would maybe create the vision of what you wanted to see. You would find an architect to draw you a plan. You would find a builder. You would have a lot of meetings. There would be a lot of planning before they actually you know, started ripping things apart. You wouldn't just punch a hole in your living room wall and decide that you wanted to expand your house, right? I mean, I hope you wouldn't. You would have a lot of thought behind that because you are building a structure, right? And you want that to last. If you're putting an addition on your home, you don't want it to fall apart. You want it to be weatherproof. You want it to be, you know, solid. You want to be able to keep the heat in. You want it to be ventilated. You want it to be protected. There would be a lot of thought that would go into an addition that you put on your house. That same amount of thought or more should be going into what is your vision for your life? What is your plan? Okay, and then the plan and then your vision and then your values and then let's start to look at what you do every day and does it add up to what you envision for your life. Do your behaviors fall in line with what you want to have happen? Do your habits back up to the behaviors that you want to have happen? You can change your, changing your outcomes is changing your results. Changing your process is changing your habits and systems. Changing your identity is the key to all of this. You change your beliefs and assumptions about yourself and how you see the world. This is like James Clear gives the example when you, if you're a writer, when you're writing a page in a book, you see yourself as a writer. When you are working out, you see yourself as an athlete. You start to actually redefine your identity, who you believe yourself to be. You start redefining your identity based on the vision that you have for your life, based on the thoughts that you have that back up that vision, based on the words that you start to say that back up that vision. It's all, remember we've talked about congruency a lot. You can't talk out both sides of your mouth when it comes to really anything. Definitely when it comes to wanting to create change for your life. You have to be congruent. Your thoughts, your words, your behaviors, your actions, all of it has to add up to the same thing. Because if you are 
doing actions that go this way and you're speaking words that go that way and you're having thoughts that go oh this way you're not going to create anything that lasts you know you're not going to create any change that lasts good morning jude um that's a james clear uh analogy by the way not my own He's talking about redefining your identity, changing your identity for yourself. And, and he gives the example that, you know, when you write a page in a book, see yourself as a writer. When you're working out, see yourself as an athlete. Um, when you're giving a presentation, see yourself as a world-class speaker. Like, start to match up with the identity that matches up with your vision. You have a vision for your life. That's a big deal, by the way. And I, I'm guessing most of you don't have that unless you've been working with me um, or another coach or something because we're the ones that ask you, what is your vision? Most people don't go around asking you like, hey, what is your vision for your life? What do you want your legacy to be? Most people don't ask you that, right? They complain about the weather or about the guy that cut them off in traffic. They're not sitting around asking you, what is your vision? What are your values? Do your actions match up with your vision for yourself? How come? Why not? People, most people don't ask questions like that. That's the greatest value of a coach, by the way, is we hold space for the vision. Because oftentimes when you're stuck in the minutia of your life, you cannot um, create a vision. You cannot see outside of that. Erica, the vision is the overall arching, like if I said to you, let's write a, uh, let's have you write a chapter about your life five years from now and what that looks like. That's like your vision. So vision would be, I want to own my own company, I want to be making, you know, such and such money per year, and I want to be contributing to the world doing this, I want to be able to do that, like, that's your big, huge, the vision is the big, huge thing, I want my life to be used for a greater purpose than my own, than my, you know, than myself, and, and here's how I see myself doing that, that's the vision, then you've got values that back up to that vision, okay, then from that, we're making bite-sized deliverables, goals, growth plan, like that. If you wanted to be a world-class speaker, that's your vision for your life. Let's just use that as an example. You want to be out there speaking and improving the quality of people's lives by speaking. And right now you are working um, in, a, in a toilet brush factory. Then we would look at... Here's your vision. What are the values? Okay, where are you now? And then we would look at, you know, what we might want to change and shift. I'd start asking you what are the conversations you're having with yourself? What do you tell yourself every day? The first thing I'm going to ask you if you're coaching with me is what does your day look like? How do you set your day up? Um, so... Those are all the things that make a coach valuable, by the way. A lot of people say, oh, a coach, what is that? I don't blah, blah, blah. A coach helps you hold the space for all of these things because most people 
don't even know how to talk about this. Never mind hold the space for you. Never mind hold you accountable for what you say you want. Because most people are not on a personal development track. That's the general public is just not doing that. Um, so again, a commercial for coaches. Because <laughs> it's important. And a happiness coach is like even most important, which is kind of what, you know, some of the stuff that we're starting to step out to do here that I'm doing with Apply Happiness and the new event in Boston um, that we're going to do in May called Choose Happy. So um, you want to build an identity based on the vision for your life. And then you want to look at the beliefs that are driving your actions. So I think that's a good place to start. There's a lot to cover from this book. Um, oh, Tracy's asking me, 1%, strive to improve yourself to get 1% better every day. That's one of the things that he talks about in the first few chapters of this book. That that's a great place to start. That you are um, focused on getting a little bit better every day, improving 1%. That could be, you know, you want to learn something new every day. Um, you could decide how you would measure your 1%, how you could be 1% better every day, get 1% better every day. So I think what I'll leave you with, um, I have pages and pages of notes here, but this is just a lot to for you guys to digest. And I, I want you to really be able to work with the material in this book as we go through this. So let's have you this week take a look at, you know, what do you what is your vision for yourself and what kind of habits do you have right now and are those habits backing up to what you want your future to be and then your habits are your actions so what are so take a look at your habits and then take a look at what are the beliefs that are driving those actions because habits are the things that you do every day. Those are your actions. Those are your, you know, kind of mechanical, you just do them. You do them every day, whatever they are. That might be complaining. You might complain every day. That could be have become a habit. You could drive to work and bitch about the traffic on the daily, and that has become a habit. You could make a phone call to a girlfriend, you know, several times a week where you all, where you just complain about everybody and everything. That's a habit. Um, you could, um, you could have decided to get a morning routine like I talk about. So maybe that's a habit. You could be using a gratitude journal. Another thing I talk about, that could be a habit. So start looking at what are your actions and habits and what are the beliefs that are driving that? And where do you want to change your beliefs about yourself. Habits can help you to change your belief about yourself. That's changing your identity. Changing what you believe about yourself. If you are an overweight person, you may want to start seeing yourself as you might want to identify as a healthy person. If you are um, a person that is messy, you want maybe want to start identifying as a neat person, as someone who's orderly. And then you might want to start tackling the places where, you know, you require more order in your home. So start looking at what your beliefs are 
your identity is based on your habits, which are based, which is based on your beliefs and your actions. So what is your identity and does your identity like match up with your vision? And do you require some change there? Is it time to start looking at how you see the world and what you believe and how you identify yourself in that? Um, your beliefs drive your actions. Start there. Start looking at your actions and your habits and start looking at what are the beliefs that are driving those habits and actions. I think that's a great place to leave you today and I think that's a good place for you to start. Um, okay, so again, if you want to jump in, we have two spaces left in that masterclass. You can go to the events section of the Working Warrior Mom Facebook page. We are live on Zoom at 2 p.m. today. Just a very small group on purpose. We have two spaces left in that class. This is the last masterclass um, that I am doing for the foreseeable future. It's at 2 p.m. today. Anyone who's in that masterclass, I will be offering a small coaching group to them only. And then I am taking coaching clients again um, in some cases. You just have to email me if you want to talk about it and we can talk about it. Um, I do require a three-month commitment to coach with me because nothing's going to happen unless you actually put in some time. And the way that I work it is I meet with you twice a month um, and, and we get stuff done. So I haven't taken coaching clients in a while because I haven't had the time, but people keep asking. So I am going to open up my schedule and offer to take a few coaching clients. If you are interested in that, you can email me. Um, some of you I will see later this afternoon on the masterclass. I'm looking forward to it. And really start to look into what are your habits and what are the beliefs that are driving your behaviors. What are the beliefs that drive your actions? Your actions add up to your habits. So instead of like first just trying to change everything, let's really look at what's going on and what what is in place right now. What are your habits? What are your actions? What are the beliefs that are behind those? Then we can start really digging in and having you start to make small incremental changes that will actually last and that will actually flow into a nice growth plan for your life instead of just trying to make catastrophic change that doesn't last. Okay, so I'm going to say goodbye to the podcast folks here. 